Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and this is the weekend edition where we interview notable people in the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great friend, a very successful real estate investor, syndicator, developer, David Zook. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Victor. So Dave, you're in a bunch of different asset classes and you know we do projects together in multifamily and office and so on, but maybe for today, let's focus on something that is maybe not on most people's radar. Why don't we talk a little bit about ATM machines? How did you get into that business? So a really good friend of mine uh, back in 2012 introduced me to his friends and uh, said, hey, look, these guys are over here. They're involved in the ATM business and, and they're killing it. And uh, so it was really through an introduction. And it's, a, and it's a stark reminder to me and to your listeners, if you hang around really good folks, you'll get really good results. So it was just a sort of a coincidence. It was, uh, I, I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. It worked out for me. So I became a passive investor back in 2012. And it wasn't until 2016 that they actually brought me in and and asked me to be an active partner with them and go out and raise some money for the place. We often hear about diversification being really important as an investor. And certainly that's a very diverse asset class compared with multifamily or office or say self-storage that you're also involved in. Why do ATM machines make sense? I mean, you know, it's a piece of technology. Technology becomes obsolete. Uh, How does that all work? Well, it's a straight out cash flow play. And when you talk about technology and depreciation of technology, we all know that your iPhone, you know, that you pay $800 for three years later is probably worth, what, $50. And and so you're not really buying a physical asset for the asset. You're buying it for the cash flow stream and for the tax benefit. How does this work? Are you buying individual machines? Are you investing in a fund? Is it a syndication across maybe a pool of assets? How does that all work? Yeah, so you're both you're right on both points. So you actually buy the physical machines and then you roll them into the fund. And that's very important because you then get the depreciation for those machines. And that's a big part of this investment is not only the strong cash flow, but you get to keep most of the cash flow that you create from the machines through depreciation. You know, a lot of people, when they look at an investment, they look strictly at the rate of return. They say, well, what's my rate of return? What's the IRR, the internal rate of return? How does the tax consequence fit into the picture here? Typically, what an investor will do, they'll come in with $104,000 and buy six or seven machines. And what happens is those machines, you can write them off. You can write off the whole uh, $104,000 in five years. So you're creating massive depreciation in a short amount of time. So that means the cash flow that you create from that asset, about 70 or 80% of that cash flow is tax-free. There's lots of ATM machines all around the country. Now, these typically go where? In convenience stores and things like that? Bars, is that right? So there's there's a couple different ways to play this space. And I see it, you know, there, there's guys that have, you know, 20 to 30 to 50 to 100 machines in their town or in their city. Um, some people self-manage. It's almost like the real estate play. You know, you've got people running around doing their own thing, self-managing. Then you get into more of the almost institutional plays where you're bidding on big, huge 
portfolios of ATM locations. And typically what we'll do is we'll go in and bid on these portfolios. And what you're getting is you're getting locations. So we may, we may go in and buy a portfolio that has, you know, two or 300, uh, say giant food stores or a couple hundred, uh, it could be a deli chain in New York city or something like that. So we'll go in, we'll compete against uh, private equity groups, hedge funds, institutional players. And, uh, typically we'll go in and we don't always win, but, uh, we can play very well against those guys. As technology is evolving, we're now seeing other forms of payment coming online, like, for example, paying with your with your smartphone, things like that. Is that potentially a threat to this asset class? You would think it would be, but no, it's not. And there are several reasons why it's not. I mean, you, the, the demographic that uses these machines are, are much different than the investor who invests in the machines. A lot of these guys are unbankable. They don't have a credit card. They're, they live on cash. So those people also don't use... Apple Pay, Google Wallet, um, those you know high tech products—they're not out using Bitcoin and the latest technology. So it's very important when you go into any asset class, really, is to figure out okay, who's who is your customer? Who are you trying to serve? I had people come to me and say, you know, I never use an ATM machine. Why would I? want to invest in one? And my response was, well, you invest in C-class multifamily. In fact. We've invested in C-class multifamily together. You don't live in C-class multifamily, right? It's the same deal. Just because you don't use it doesn't mean it's not a good asset to invest in. You So you always got to figure out who's the demographic that I'm serving, and you got to try to think like them. It's really refreshing to get a view of a different type of asset class. This isn't strictly real estate. And of course, this is the Real Estate Espresso podcast. We talk primarily about real estate. I wanted to give the listeners a little bit of a different view of something else that you can do. You know, you talked about a couple of different moving parts. In, from my perspective in business, there's lots of great deals out there, but it always comes down to having the right team in place. Talk to us a little bit about that part. Yeah, so it's very important in any asset class to have the right team in place, especially with an asset class like the ATM space where you got a lot of moving parts. I mean, you got Brinks and Loomis, you got the security guys, you got the the maintenance teams, you got, you know, you you got to have people that are actually out there servicing the machines and placing the cash and making sure all that's taken care of. So, you know, and it's a highly sensitive one. I mean, you're talking about cash. So, just to be able to have a really good team in place, I mean, it makes this, uh, make, it makes all the difference whether this venture would be successful or not. So I've had a chance as a passive investor to kind of get to know these guys and get to know, you know, get get a real close look at the moving parts and and really get to figure out if this was an asset class that I want to take out to my investors. And when I really got down to the fact, I, I was a multifamily guy and and I'm still a multifamily guy. But when I got down to the fact and I really looked at it a little closer, I said to myself, you know, this is an asset class that I really like. It works for me. It's got great cash flow. It's got great tax benefits. I'm guessing that's what my investors would like as well. And it's been very popular. Are these investments open to all investors or just accredited investors? How does that work? They're accredited investors only, and of course, there's a PPM. There's there's all the legal docs that go along with a private placement. Uh, so it's accredited investors. A hundred and four thousand dollars is what it takes to get in. We cannot split up the hundred and four thousand. Like you can't, you can't get in for fifty two thousand. It's got to be a hundred and four thousand dollar unit. But uh, I've I have investors who own five, six, seven, even ten units. If folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to reach you? 
You can go to our website at therealassetinvestor.com or you can reach out to me or my team at info at therealassetinvestor.com or actually, you know what? This is better yet. You can go to atm at therealassetinvestor.com. Well, Dave, as always, great to talk with you. Thanks for joining us on the show. It was fun. Thanks for having me. Well, I love that conversation with Dave Zook. Dave is a multifamily investor. He's a real estate investor. Dave and I do projects together. And I wanted to do something a little bit different today. I wanted you to see that the rules of business apply. It doesn't matter what the business is. Oftentimes when we talk about real estate, we tend to get wrapped around all the real estate things. And the fact is, real estate is just a business like any other business. And if you follow the principles, follow the rules of business, it all works. It just works if you follow the rules. It doesn't matter what the business is. You got to follow the principles. So as you're looking at your real estate projects, think of them like a business. Think of it like an ATM business and have an awesome day. Make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.